Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone, what's happening? And welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And today I'm going to talk to you about five ways that you can research public companies because research is such a critical part of the job search. This is where most candidates fall short. They show up with materials and a story and answers that really only focus on them and what they've done in the past. You know, they have a resume that talks about some bullets that they did at their last job. They have an interview answer that's solely focused on what happened at their last job. Their cover letter is talking about what they did at their last job, and they're hoping that the person across from them can connect the dots between what's happened in the past and what this person is looking for in the future. And that's really what it comes down to. When we peel away all the layers, the only thing companies care about is hiring the person who's going to bring the most value to the role, the most ROI compared to the salary that they invest in this person. And so when you think about sales, the first thing they teach you in 101, you know, first day training is that if you want to win, if you want to close more deals, you need to make your pitch about the other person. At the end of the day, nobody wants to buy something from somebody who's only talking about themselves and only talking about what's going on with them. They want to buy from people who seem to understand their problems, who understand their goals, who understand their challenges and can help solve for them. So you want to be more of that second type of person. And the only way to do that is if you're really, really keyed into where this company is at, where they're looking to go, what their needs are, what challenges they're facing, and what initiatives they're driving to get there. So this podcast, this episode is going to be focused on five ways that you can do that for public companies. We'll cover private companies in another episode because uh, they are a totally different animal and there isn't quite as much information out there. But some of these strategies do overlap. So we'll start at the top. Now, one of the easiest and best things that you can do is just go comb through a company's website. But the problem here is most people stop at the about page or the mission statement or a couple of articles. And we want to go a whole lot deeper because company websites can contain a ton of information. They typically have a blog where they're sharing updates. Uh, They can help you find people who are in leadership positions. And then we can go hunt those people down and, and look at what they're doing. We can get a sense of the culture and we can get a sense of the way that this company is branding themselves. So I always aim to click on every single link that's on the homepage, whether it's at the header, in the footer, uh, Uh, everything from top to bottom, and then I branch out from there. But the more ground you cover on the website, the better sense you have of where this company is at, where they're looking to go, and what's hot for them. Number two is going to be listening to earnings calls. So public companies have to report out their earnings to shareholders. And they do this on a quarterly basis uh, with an annual report coming once a year. So what is an earnings call? Well, it's essentially uh, executives at the company getting on a conference call with all of the shareholders who want to join and explaining pretty much exactly what we're looking for. They talk about what happened over the last quarter. Did the company do well or did it not so do well? Did it beat expectations or did it not meet those expectations? And then they talk about what's going on over the next three to six to 12 months. You know, what are they going to do to capitalize on that momentum or right the ship? What challenges do they foresee popping up and how are they going to solve for them? What initiatives are they rolling out to hit those goals and what new goals do they have? 
all of this information is going to be shared on this call. And these calls are publicly available. So all you need to do is run a search for the company name and investor relations. And these calls will just pop right up. You typically might have to poke around a little bit on the investor relations site to find them. You want to look for the events events and presentations link. But once you find them, you can just drop your name in you can sign right on. And typically these calls come with a deck or a recording or a transcript so that you can have multiple ways to decipher the information that's being shared. And this is such a great jumping off point because it's going to give you that high level overview of where this company's at, where they're looking to go, what challenges they're facing. Number three is a website called SeekingAlpha.com. So Seeking Alpha is essentially a marriage of a Google Finance type website and a medium.com for financial analysts. So what I mean by that is if you go to Seeking Alpha and you type in the company stock ticker for the company that you're researching, you're going to come to their profile page, which has two columns. On the right-hand side, you're going to find news. And this is really, really helpful stuff, right? News is what's going on at the company. It tends to be objective, right? Here is a new product that's coming out. Here is an issue that's happening with the company. Here is a piece of breaking news. It's all fairly factual and fairly objective, right? And that's all really good to know because you want to be up on what's happening with the company. But on the flip side, there is the analysis section on the left-hand side of the page. And that's really where the magic can happen because a lot of these financial analysts are showing up and they're basically sharing their opinion on the company, where it's at, where it's going to go. And you're going to get a whole bunch of different opinions. Some people are going to tell you why the recent news is going to cause the stock to skyrocket. And some people are going to tell you why the recent news is going to cause the stock to tank. And this can be really helpful for two reasons. One, it helps you form your own opinion because you see a lot of what other people are talking about. But two, it also helps you form your own questions because you can get a better sense of what everybody's talking about and why they think a certain thing is going to happen. So when you reach out to somebody or you're in an interview, instead of just saying something like, what's a day in the life like of a project manager at Google? You can say, well, I was listening to this keynote with the VP of this specific team at Google, and they mentioned this initiative. And through some of the research I did, I noticed that some analysts are saying X and Y and Z could be a challenge for that initiative. Uh, How is your team playing into that? And that question gives you a lot more credibility and earns you a lot more respect because it shows you've done your research. But notice how we brought in, you know, here are the challenges that those financial analysts are talking about. That is why this tactic is so valuable. And you can also set up alerts. So Seeking Alpha will send these right to your inbox instead of you having to go to their site all the time and, and check in and touch base. Number four is listening to interviews with executives at the companies. So getting out there and finding podcasts or interviews or keynote sessions with executives at the company This is such an awesome way to research because you hear this person talking about their ideas and their goals in their own words. And there are so many different ways that we can hit this, right? We can listen to an interview uh, that they did with a moderator or somebody else. We can listen to a podcast that they did. If they're giving a keynote, a lot of these major conferences that companies are being shared, so you can actually search for those conferences and find the recordings. But when we get somebody talking about their company for 20, 40, 60 plus minutes, you're going to uncover so much information. First, you're going to hear the language that they use. So they may be using jargon 
acronym or acronyms, or they may speak about things in a certain way. And I'm sure you probably heard of the phrase, you know, hey, now you're speaking my language. Well, that phrase is actually rooted in some psychology. There's a principle called mirroring, which is heavily linked to relationship building and rapport. And that essentially states that, you know, we like people who seem familiar to us. And so when we mirror somebody, when we do similar things to what they're doing, aka using similar language to talk about their business and their products, it helps us come across as more credible and it helps us build a relationship with them. On top of that, you're just going to get some nuggets of information that these people might not share in a written article or might have been edited out of a written article. And those nuggets tend to be some of the most valuable pieces of information in terms of reaching out to people and starting a conversation or showing that you've really done your research or understanding the company on a deep level. So I really like to go out and find as many of these interviews as I can get my hands on. And I sort of mentioned a couple of ways that you can find the interviews, but if you want to find the people, all you need to do is run a quick Google search for the company name and leadership team. And it should show up either on the company's website or on a third-party website, but you should get a good sense of who the leaders are. And then you want to find the leader who is most aligned with your side of the business. So if you want to be a software engineer, let's say, maybe finding the CTO or a VP of engineering is going to be more valuable than the COO, let's say, or the CMO. And so you just want to be a little more particular there. But these interviews are going to unlock so much for you. And then finally, number five is surveying the company's customers. So all of these companies in one way or another have customers or prospects or people that they are targeting with their messages, right? And in a lot of cases, we can go connect with those people And you do have to get a little creative here sometimes, but we can get in front of those people, we can connect with them, and we can gather information from them. So in some cases, it could be as simple as sending a survey. You know, if you were trying to get a job at, let's say, Microsoft, and you were trying to use, let's say, their Teams platform, you could go survey people who are using Microsoft Teams. It could be other folks that work in your office who use Teams, or if you have a friend or another colleague or a connection that works at a company that uses Teams, you could go talk to them about their experience. And you could also go survey competitors, right? So in that case, Teams is a big competitor to Slack. So can we go find people to survey about Slack? And can we find some gaps or opportunities or overlaps between the feedback from the Teams people and the feedback from the Slack people? Uh, On top of that, we can go out there and we can just go find communities where these people exist. So for example, on Reddit, there's a community that's dedicated to the iPhone. And so if you wanted a job at Apple working on the iPhone, you could specifically go into that community and see what people are saying, see what feedback they're sharing, see what ideas they're sharing. And you could even post a survey in that subreddit to see if you could get some traction. But if you're able to get out there and survey the company's customers, those people are the ones who are going to give you the most information uh, with the least amount of bias. They are always willing to share what could be improved with their favorite products. So those are the five ways that I love to use to research public companies. And if you apply these before you start doing outreach or before an interview when you're starting to prepare, and then you align your answers and you align your story with the needs and the goals and the initiatives that the company is rolling out, you are going to come across as a much, much more compelling candidate because you're making the pitch about the other company. That's it for today. But before you go, do you want me to review your resume or your LinkedIn profile for free? 
because that's exactly what we're doing for a ton of Dream Job System listeners. Here's the deal. Ratings and reviews are incredibly helpful for this podcast. They push us up the charts and they allow more people to find these episodes and get this advice. So every week we look through all of the ratings and reviews that we've received and we pick one person. That person sends us their resume or their LinkedIn profile and I review it and send them some feedback and suggestions in a video all for free. So if you want me to review your resume or your LinkedIn profile, all you have to do is go to iTunes and leave us a rating or a review and that's it. We'll scan through all those reviews. We pick somebody at random, which could be you, and we'll send you a video with all of the tips and tactics that you need to boost your outcomes and win more jobs. Either way, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode.